We're here at Lucky 13 Saloon with Mr. Alex Haber. How's it going? Andy. Hey. Sarah. Hello. And the old fucking cheerful Frankie. Hi. <laughs> we were just talking about gutting you. Yeah, we were. We were just talking about bashing your fucking head in. There's <laughs> not much to gut and not much in my head. No, it's not. Sorry to disappoint. It'd be a quick bashing. You'd make a great flute. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. No. Me sounds <laughs> it sounds gross. Does that mean you want to blow him? That, yeah, blow him right in his butt? That, that sounds like a prison reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does, right? It's like, that yo, sounds, you're my flute, bitch. That <laughs> sounds like the most awkward pickup line. Like, I'm going to try that. When bars reopen, I'm going to try that as a pickup line. You would make would a great flute. Yeah. Yo, yeah. yo, you my flute girl? <laughs> it sounds wrong. All right, Frankie. Yeah. Uh, All so the keys polished. So, Alex, <laughs> how you been, man? We haven't seen you in a while. Well, we actually saw you last weekend for the first time. Was it last weekend or two uh, weeks ago? I've been here the last uh, three Saturdays. Okay. But, uh, yeah, before that, before that, I living in Manhattan, I haven't gone more than a four-block radius when the lockdown was imposed. Listen, I don't blame you. It was running fucking rampant in fucking Manhattan. And if you didn't have to leave your house, why leave your freaking yeah. house? You know? I, I live in the middle of Manhattan surrounded by five hospitals, so uh, there was a lot of action. And a lot of Kit Kats being eaten. Yo, did you have to fucking bring that up? <laughs> yeah, he sent me his. So, I mean, this is like, you know, in the heart of the pandemic. Me and Alex had talked a lot. We FaceTimed a couple times. So at one point, he's like, I'm like, yo, you eating all right? Whatever. Dude, he shows me his fucking supply of what he's eating and drinking. It was Kit Kats and Snapple. Amazing. That was it. That, that was works. It. High school me loves that. Yeah, that's what, we, that's what I saw. Kit Kats and Snapple. I think you had a little pasta, but that was about it, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean... Were you like stirring the melted Kit Kats in with the pasta? Or? Uh, <laughs> well, that actually sounds good, but... Uh, no, it doesn't. That's sounds so comforting. cool. But uh, no, just... <laughs> I mean, first off, yeah, because I was I, I wasn't drinking during the whole lockdown. I went sober, I guess you could say, but to substitute one thrill of another, I was smoking a little bit more uh, weed. Nice. And uh, I'm the worst when it comes to the munchies after the weed. So instead of COVID, I was getting diabetes. Nice, nice, good. You're young. You can get diabetes now. Your bonds right back. Yeah. Well, not <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, now's not the best time to have it. Yeah. No. I guess not. Guess not. But uh, what'd you, so what'd you, what'd you do keeping busy during fucking... Uh... I painted so much. I was doing a lot of phone interviews. Like, okay. uh, like I was kept busy with that. Like, and I got to say, interviewing a couple satanic black metal bands in the heart of a quarantine zone, sometimes when it was thundering out, nice. is probably the mo- I mean, you want to say I'm a poser and call me Captain Hot Topic? I think I out-metaled oh, everybody. You, you, you <laughs> Alex, we know you're fucking good, man. We know you're not a poser. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah you- I interviewed a Telok for Mayhem as it was like storming out in like the heart of the quarantine zone. That's and- that's awesome and i was just like this is pretty fucking metal so if you don't know alex which i'm sure most of you do alex runs heavy new york which he interviews how many i mean you've been doing this what three or four years now uh started in january of 2017 okay so what is that two yeah, years th- over three years i'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so three years you've been doing this and you've interviewed how many fucking bands in that time in three years over a thousand at this point that's amazing uh, you know it's it's a lot of work and i love doing it it's humbling How'd you get the connections you got to get all these, to get all, like, dude, you get some pretty fucking big bands, like Soulfly, uh, Max Cavalera, mm-hmm. Mayhem, you said, like, all these, Lamb of God, all these fucking bands. How are you getting these connections? You're just working your magic? Yeah, more or less. It starts. It started off with uh, reaching out to interview one band, saying, hey, you know, we're kind of on the up and coming side. I know things aren't, you know, you know 
other outlets take priority but like a lot of artists um have if you go on their facebook pages they have like their press contacts some of them you send emails to sometimes you get a reply sometimes you don't i've got a lot of no thank yous but then a lot of publicists were very nice enough and kind enough to at least give me a chance at doing it and lo and behold i've develop some great friendships and great relationships with people as a result of it. Probably help that you stop sending pictures of your penis to everybody, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't recommend that, especially if you're just starting out. Yeah, some of them hey, like go it. Jared, here's some... my penis. Can yeah. I talk to you? Here's my, here's my flying whale. Yeah, oh, yeah, some of them are like, oh, the kid's got balls. <laughs> yeah, ding, ding. in more, more ways than one. Yeah. But that's how you got to do it, you know, starting small, you just keep pressing through and don't take no for an answer yeah. and just... There's so many bands, I'm sure you'll get some bites, and then yeah. as time goes on, the other ones come back from Yeah, home. it started off with like interviewing like bands that are more on the up-and-coming side, like up-and-coming outlet, you'll interview more up-and-coming, not-as-known bands. Some bands, you know, they have to save all their press time for, you know, major outlets, which, you know, I totally understand. But, you know, as as I kept doing it more and more, they were like, okay, we'll give you a chance, we'll inter- let you interview this guy, he's been a long-time client of mine, and nice. so on and so forth. It's like one interview led to two more, and that led to three or four more, and so on and so forth. Fucking rules. And Alex helped us out a lot with our fucking GoFundMe also. Yes, he did. His dad contributed a nice chunk, Thank and you, he, he helped Anytime. us out with... Uh, Selling T-shirts and donated yep. to Lucky 13's GoFundMe, which was freaking awesome. Yeah, I saw my friend Jeff was wearing his Heavy News. Yeah, shirt I saw that on day. Facebook yesterday. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I didn't even like. He didn't even message me about it. I just like saw it on the news feed. I was just like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, yeah, yeah that was, cool. was all taking pictures. I guess with like his family or yeah, whatever. That, yeah. that, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was cool. That was the first time I've actually ever seen somebody wearing one. We sold a couple of them, but that was the first time I saw somebody nice. in, in the flesh nice. in the shirt. That's good. Thanks, Jeff, for repping it. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Good job, Jeff. Yes. Um, what else during the quarantine? Any, what, so you're back to work now? Yeah. Yeah, more or less. I mean, work is kind of dead at this you have, moment. You have a job? What's your job? Yeah. Job? I work for a family business uh, mm-hmm. in, in the music industry. We have an office space in Brooklyn that I help with another guy. Um, but this is the slowest time of the year for us. Even if there was no pandemic, this would always be the slowest time of the year. And... Uh, because of this pandemic, it's like minutes turn to hours and hours turn to days. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, we we sell stuff to other recording studios. So kind of like April. April. Hours turn to never mind. He's saying April just flew by. Yeah. What happened? Are we still in April? Yo, this whole fucking summer is flying by. Like this is this is all. It's gonna be fucking fall. It's gonna be fall before you know it. Like. This whole thing. Yeah, it's crazy. It's gonna be Christmas and Halloween. I love who doesn't love Halloween. It's gonna be Christmas and Halloween. It should be Jack Pumpkinhead. Listen, I hope this is done by fucking Halloween. Christmas, great movie. Halloween's on a freaking Saturday this year. Ooh, wow, that's gonna be insane. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if it's gonna be at all, we'll see. I mean, who knows what the fuck is gonna happen? Yeah, this I think twenty twenty at this point is just canceled. It's like this year is even even if Done. like I think even if the virus like dis- magically disappeared tomorrow, like I doubt like anybody's spirits would be even lifted enough to. No, I mean everybody's pretty much fucking beaten down. But I I think if it was disappeared tomorrow, I mean people would it would by the end of the summer, I think people would be. Yeah. That might be the shot in the arm everybody would need. Like oh, it's gone. 
But yeah. that's not going to happen. So. It's not, unfortunately. In my fucking neighborhood, everybody's acting like it's gone. I live in uh, on in, on 27th and 3rd, so I'm surrounded by all like the frat boy sports bars or whatever. And I, the only difference between before and after the pan, or and during the pandemic is you had people crowding inside the bar. Now you just have that same crowd, and they're outside it's the like bar. Bourbon Street. Yeah, it, it's like, like at the Stytown Town jerk off. Is, like, is Bourbon Street? Well, I know Bourbon. I think New Orleans just opened up also at like 25% capacity. Um, so compared to Lucky 13, we're doing all right. You, you, you guys, here? and I'm not saying this to kiss ass. When it comes to like the whole social distancing, like, you know, protocol, you guys have got it down to a T. Like, well, I think we're lucky. We're also lucky we're on a fucking side block mm-hmm. that no, everybody has room to spread out. Yeah. Um, you're, you're the only bar on this whole street, right? Yeah, there's a, there's a brewery across, um, what's it, Wild East Breweries? Oh, yeah. yeah, Wild East Breweries across the street. They're very nice. Their beer is fucking very good. If you're in the neighborhood, you want to pick up a fucking four pack to go home. Yeah. It's really good beer. Um, but they're the only business. There's Littlefield across the street, but they haven't been open on this side. They have another side where they have like a um, a little beer garden and stuff like that. Okay. which they've been open, but but yeah, you guys seem to like have it down to a T. Like I. I and the bars in my area, it's like, and I partially I understand it's not like the bars have control of the sidewalk. It's I have to say it's fucking funny. Our crowd, if you haven't noticed this, we have half like, listen, come on, because a lot of us are like fucking music nerds and and fucking horror movie nerds and whatever. And then you got your like biker guys and then whatever. It's such a mixed crowd. You get your biker guys who don't give a shit, and then mm-hmm. you have your like the music horror nerd people. Like everybody's like being very cautious and and, and yeah movie people have seen all this in all the movies they watch so, like, oh, so they know yeah. what the fuck's going on yeah i think if the i think if like if you know just to end 2020 with like the cherry on top and somebody drops a nuke i think we'll be like the roaches who survive because we watch all these <laughs> yeah, <right>. apocalyptic <laughs> movies and yeah we'll and like you'll, you'll just see the whole city up in flames but lucky 13 will still be open for business yeah i don't know i mean it, it's like it also i do think a lot of us were already exposed to it Oh, um, no denying. I was at NAM, so I got really, really sick when I got... I oh, So I was at NAM show in January, and I always get sick after NAM to the point where I even prepare for it. We call it NAM thrax. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But I get home from NAM, and about like a week later, I feel like I was shivering so bad that I actually thought I was having a seizure. So you haven't gotten a... Why wouldn't you get an antibodies test? Well, one... So I got sick in the beginning of February. Right. So this was before the whole COVID was a threat. I even actually asked at the urgent care, like, what are the odds? This is the coronavirus everybody's talking about. And we both, like, laughed because it was still kind of like a... Because it was still no. Yeah. But you should get the antibodies test on you. I'm getting... If I I had antibodies from that sickness, odds are I probably lost them now because now they're saying that antibodies only last for three months. Yeah. Are they saying that? Yeah, so... These are probably gone now, Andy. Fuck! Yeah, so... Are you going to get tested again? Yeah, I probably should. Yeah? Yeah. You got to get done like every two weeks? That would be ideal, yeah. Yeah. Antibody and the COVID, like you got to get the whole Probably fucking... Probably just the COVID test. Okay. For as long as I'm working every other two weeks, three weeks. All right. Yeah. I got, mine ba- I got mine done as soon as I got back from Florida. I got my fucking COVID test and my antibody test. Negative on everything again. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Yeah. It's, you should get tested though. See if you have them. Yeah. They don't fucking know. Yeah. I, I personally think I had it in February because it was like, it, it was like I had a whole day. I had like a 103 fever. I was shivering like no nice. tomorrow. My throat felt like a swell of broken glass. You probably had it. And then the next day, I felt fine. I was like at a 98.6 the next day. I felt fine enough to the point where I actually went to a show. 
and like and spread your fucking germs to yeah, everybody else. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I was aware of the stealthiness, no, of course, nobody knew what the fuck was going on. Yeah. So all you can do is hang with Sarah. Sarah is completely immune to it. We found out. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, immune to it. Yeah, Nasty. she's got nothing. Yeah, I envy. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're the solution. You, you should. You, I should give my blood to everyone. You should. You, I'm but you should take some of your blood later. And yeah. you should walk around with a Supergirl outfit on all the time. That's my king. I've been trying to talk you into that for a while. With a big fucking Corona shield. Fuck you. Fuck you, Corona. Yeah. Nothing else you yeah. It, 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 the whole thing with the quarantine it reminded me of that scene from The Breakfast Club where Johnny Bender just kept like insulting and like the principal's like you just got another Saturday you got another Saturday <laughs> Cuomo was like you just got another week of quarantine you want to keep going I got all of 2020 there you go that's another one right there well, you're, you're, oh you're violating social distancing you got another one right there listen they just st- I think, I'm pretty sure they just stopped phase 3 from happening is that true they're, they're considering it I don't think the decision's yeah. been made yet well, I mean Florida and Texas have been in such a bad way that they're you know they're, they're doing the smart thing looking at what's going on down there like yo maybe it's not such a good idea to open everything up. Yeah. Well, Florida, Florida and Texas got hit, but also too they didn't get hit hard like New York. Like I was looking at the, all the cases, and yes, New York has the higher population, but New York got hit the hardest. Um, even LA, you know, I know they closed down California pretty quickly, um, but California didn't even get hit as hard as New York. We're all congested together, right. so I feel like the people who got it got it. I mean, listen, I could, I'm could. i the fucking doctor, so I could be wrong. But This is an official statement by Dr. Jeff. Exactly. Dr. Blanchard. Frankie was telling me this earlier. But I think like, <laughs> like a lot of us, who, listen, I, I hung out with you. Uh, I didn't suck your dick, but hung out with you until the day before you got sick. And, yeah. and um, I don't know, man. Yeah. Who the fuck knows what's going on? Well, fuck knows? from what I understand is even though Florida and Texas yeah. and Arizona are hit incredibly hard, it's... It's uh, the death rate isn't as astronomical yeah, really as it was in here in New York, and the majority of people getting it now are like people around my age who yeah, can th- fight it off easier. Well, there's also a lot of talk of people in Florida actually hiding a lot of the numbers or not counting some like old people's deaths from, from COVID as being. We stop testing. We have no corona. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're well, like, well, they're going to die of something else anyway, so we're not going to count. Well, that, that that's the yeah. part of the deaths that's confusing me. Are people actually dying of COVID or are they dying with COVID? But you hear fucking different. Uh, you hear different things. Like, listen, we had a one guy here, Gary, who works at the. Uh, I shouldn't don't know if I should have said his name, but a friend of ours, mm-hmm. uh, one of our regulars, works at a nursing home, and he said that you know at first, like some of them had, people had died, and they weren't saying it was COVID, but when they uh, signed the death certificate, they wrote COVID on it because then they got money for it. So you, who the fuck knows? Yeah, like happened? I think if like a person had COVID and they got hit by a truck and died from that, they'll still rule it as they'll a COVID death because he had yeah. COVID. Like, yeah. which that's. Uh, I mean, I don't know why or whatever, but and that could be a conspiracy theory. So yeah, like, God, I don't know. Don't, oh, yeah, terminal cancer. Like, don't well, COVID nineteen. Like, don't COVID nineteen. Dying or not, I'll tell you again. I've, I've said this pretty much every time. I've had it. You don't fucking want it. No. Whether yeah. or not you die from it or not, it sucks. It doesn't feel like the. It's not just the flu. As no, a, it's something else. Yeah. yeah. It's. I don't want it. I no. fucking wholeheartedly do not want. It. But I don't want it. If what I had in February turned out to be that, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemies. Yeah, it's, listen, I'm avoiding it at all costs. Like you know, even when I said when me and Diane went down to Florida, we were very fucking careful. We washed our hands all the time. We wore masks. Um, 
there was no doorknob licking. We we stayed away from that kind of shit. You know, we were, oh, you got to we lick a doorknob yeah. here and there. <laughs> the occasional, yeah. especially yeah. nowadays. When in Last Florida, you got to lick a doorknob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's we a pastime. Yeah, we stay, we, the best time I mean, I normally would, but now I figured, you know, I don't want to fucking do that right now. So, yeah. Uh, so we stayed away from that shit. But listen, you see how how people weren't social distancing down there. They were. Some people did not give a fuck. We had a bartender that just handed us fruit with fucking no gloves. No, I did not drink that one. I was like, yeah. I took it outside and I hung on to it for a little while. No, no. Actually, I think I did. I just took the fruit out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I did. You but pushed the fruit off to the right. side. But, he stuck, but he, he stuck it on the side of the glass. So then I just fucking, I got rid of the fruit. I did you, you just I'm flicked gonna, it. You flicked it like a booger. Yeah, I'm not going to waste it. <laughs> so I have like a, a, a plate with a little bit of shit on one side. But uh, uh, so after that, though, I I I decided not to get. I said no fruit. I've been from now on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah. What did he mix it with his fingers too? No, he just fucking. You know, he just mixed the drink and he put the fruit on the side. And I was like, eh. sprinkled a couple of pubes. No on fucking top gloves. Flavor. I didn't squeeze that lime in my drink. Did he cough in it? Sneeze no. in it? Oh, thanks. I would have said that, Frankie. What, what I've heard is like if somebody sneezes now in public, like in an airport or something like that, it's like the equivalent of like screaming bomb. Well, like, <laughs> I, listen, I was out front. Uh, what was that? I was out front the other day, and um, I started kind of have. I got a little tickle in my throat, and I started having a little coughing fit. And I was like, "Oh man, everybody's gonna be like freaked out." I had to like go to the side. And, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, it, it, every little thing. Like I sneeze really heavily because of my air conditioning in my apartment. I like woke up and like the middle of the night, I was like freezing, and I was just like, "Oh my god, do I have it?" I was like, "Oh no, my air conditioning's on too high." Yeah. A Diane every morning wakes up. I think I got it. I think I totally got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Nope, you're just hungover. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she's got it. Yeah, uh, man, just imagine. I can only imagine how many doctors actually had to deal with that situation. It's like, oh my god, what did you do last night? I drank like a, a downed a whole bottle of Jack oh. Daniels. I must have lowered my immune system. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I had one morning like that where I was like, oh my God, I totally have it. And I was well, the fucking day I, died. I ended up having it, I thought it was just a hangover. I was the exact opposite. I'm like, it's just a hangover. It'll go away. And as the day progresses, it kept getting worse. Yeah. That's not how it's supposed to work. Yeah. Yeah. I, do, I definitely do not want it. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anybody I know who've had it, uh, yeah, no, not fun. I Just a couple people I know who've had it who have had like minimal, minimal symptoms. Um, There's a lot of people who've had it and not felt any symptoms. Yeah, one of my, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday who had it, who had, uh, he couldn't smell or taste anything for three weeks. Besides that, he was totally fine. And with how this city is, I would actually like it if I didn't have to smell anything for a period of (laughs) time. That's what the face masks are for. Yes. Are you kidding me? These face masks suck because I sweat in them all day and then I put it on. Like that smell of sweat hits you like a. Better than garbage juice on the street, though. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm. Uh, I don't mind the face mask too much. I did get a pimple on my nose, which I was a little annoyed about. Mm. But besides that, I haven't gotten COVID. So yeah. I'm to the people who hate wearing uh, the face mask because of how it smells, now you know how you feel when you don't brush your teeth before you leave the house, yeah. and we have to talk to you all day. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing is, it fogs up my glasses. I don't mind the mask. It's like I do this. Oh. Yeah, what do you got to look at, though, Frankie? Yeah. We got to get Frankie. Uh, what do you got to look at? We got to get Frankie a tighter when mask. I go shopping. We got to get Frankie a tighter one so it I could, I could, I could give Frankie. I could give Frankie my <laughs> ball gag count as a mask. I'm making a yeah. hole in mine. So before I got all my surgical masks because they were hard to get for a period of time, I actually had to use a bondage mask that I had oh. with that had like a nose that was like uh. Ooh, the doggy one. Yeah, yeah, something Sexy. like that. 
Yeah, something like what you would see in Slipknot. And uh, it, you it's like being walked around on a leash. It's actually the ultimate. <laughs> no, I had it. No, I had it for when I was in art school. Um, uh, yeah, only, but uh, he was experiment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's actually the ultimate social distancing mask. It has a long nose, so if you could touch the nose, that means you're too close. It has a zipper over the mouth, so if you mm. want to take a drink, and it's actually the ultimate. Yeah, but now bands are like making their own masks. I got myself an Arch Spire mask. Some yeah, awesome. They're called Slipknot's making masks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where's you guys' face mask? I love you guys' face masks. You're not oh, rocking your. The, well, the, uh, she's got that. I just got a boring one today. Oh, you're not rocking your face face no, mask. That one was too small. I'm like it was. I, I ordered a new one for myself where right. I resized the actual photo I see, of my face. I see uh, bands yeah. like putting like their their logos on masks to make a little extra money since they can't yeah. tour. That's actually like not a bad thing. It's I think cheaper than a t-shirt. Yeah, masks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before you know it, we're gonna look back at this and masks are just gonna be the fashion trend. They are. Well, it's listen. It's gonna be. It's, you know, we always kind of looked at fucking Chinese people walking around with masks on. Hey, fucking freak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now we're like. Now it's we're, not very nice, Jeff. <laughs> no, come on. Like, we, listen, when you we were on a crowded train, there was one Chinese person with a mask on. You, I was like, oh, he's so paranoid. In Japan, it's very common for people if they have a cold to just wear a regular mask normally. So, like in America, we'd look at Japanese people and say, oh, look how weird they are. You they're know? afraid but, of us. But Jap- now but they're being nice. Look at Jap- Look at the Japanese had fucking no issues with this shit. They had very minimal cases. Yeah. They're very cl- they're very clean and. Um, yeah, they, a lot of them wear masks, and they, they yeah, the, 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 mo- like like in those countries, like they and uh, I went to school where it was like forty percent uh, Korean, and like a lot, and the majority of them I would see they when they would leave the dorms or leave class, they would wear a mask going into the city. And New York's gross. Yeah, yes. well, that is true. Like New <laughs> New York is just a giant heap of it's STDs. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I live in the Brooklyn Chinatown area, and. and Still, I'm really proud of it over there because everybody's wearing a damn mask. Yeah. Everybody is. Ninety percent of people can't say the same for my area. You go up to Borough Park, just a couple blocks up, and it's nobody's wearing a goddamn mask. Yeah. You go down to the you know Fourth Avenue and like the other part of Sunset Park, and it's like yeah, that's a Mexican area, and it's it's about half and half. A little more than normal. Now, recently, what I've seen is I told you my area sucks with the whole thing. But now, like, I see people without masks. And one time, it was there was one moment on Saturday, it just started downpouring rain. Like, and there was people seriously just sitting outside. There was no awning over them, just getting downpoured on. And they just didn't give a shit. They were just still <laughs> sitting there carrying on with their discussion. Yeah, I was like, you don't great. get COVID, you're going to get pneumonia. Because yeah, it was still 90 degrees out. It was fucking beautiful. And they got a free so, refill. Have you guys, uh, has anybody gone out to dinner or anything yet? I still outside. do takeout. I'm we not. went to the Crab Shack in Red Hook. That's right, we did. Oh, nice. That and we went to shit. Ikea first, which was a fucking nightmare. That was terrible. You went to Ikea? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just opened up. The, our fridge pooped out, so our landlord made a deal. If we go find a fridge, she'll pay for it. Uh, I got to do that today, too. My fucking fridge. I, I've, uh, I, I got to call my PC Richards will deliver. That's not going to go to PC Richards. He, yeah. We, sometimes we sell refrigerators that are shaped like a Marshall uh, amplifier. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. I like those. Those are By cool. Way, so our, our apartment had... So you get a smaller fridge in there, so it's it like 61 inches tall or something like that. Yeah, it's and the we, smallest th- size. That size was sold out everywhere. Really? Because people were buying fridges, secondary fridges, to hoard food for the quarantine. Uh, just like toilet paper. And since no, it's a smaller size one, people are like, well, you know, it'll be fine. You know, they be able to justify it. Oh, that's fucked, because so, I need a smaller size refrigerator. It was impossible for us to find one. Home Depot was sold out. When did you out, get it? Lowe's was sold out. This past weekend? So we looked everywhere. We went to Ikea, and they had it, but they wouldn't deliver. And we just, we need delivery because we're not strong enough. We need enough. to take our shitty one out, too. We need right, to right, haul right. it away. Oh, so I would have came and helped. Oh, that's so sweet. But PC Richards finally uh, saved the day. 
But everything else was sold out because of all the assholes who were buying secondary fridges, filling it with yeah, whatever most, the most fuck. Where'd you go to the PC Richards over here? Or online. Just online. Oh, just online. All right, I'm gonna have to do. What are they filling their fridges up with? Toilet paper. Oh, I was just gonna say that toilet paper. Yeah, right. <laughs> Same mind. People were hoarding like everything. It sucks because I just went shopping. They probably a whole bunch threw of my, most of that shit away. A whole bunch of my food just went bad because my refrigerator is dying. Yeah. My freezer is working overtime. Like it's all. Yeah. Fr- it's like a. Fr- it's getting all frosted inside, yeah. but the refrigerator is dying. So I gotta call my landlord. But we, we end up getting a new couch, so we need that. Nice. Yeah, I've been I've been predominantly doing takeout. Like you know, there's cheap enough restaurants, and I kind of wanted to help support businesses if I could during yeah, this time. And you're a lazy douche. Yeah, that yeah. that also plays a role. Beats Kit Kats. <laughs> yeah. Well, anything better than Kit Kats? Kit Kats are good, but I down a bag of them every night. I've been out to eat Don't twice. Candy corn How are you so skinny? How am I? I mean, because I'm 26, it's yeah, he's gonna. Young. Uh, he's young. He's young. I remember. If I was a celebrity, in, <laughs> if I was a celebrity and continuing the path I'm on now, I'd only have one more year left to live. Mm. Yeah. Perfect. If 20. you were a talented celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. A really talented. I'm celebrity. sure untalented oh. ones have died at 26. No, they, they just, just, they just drag it. on and make movies with Billy Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. How'd he go? He OD'd on. I've been out to dinner. I've been, I've been out to dinner twice at the same restaurant down the street from my house, right down the street. Yeah. Uh, my one of my favorite Italian places. They're just really fucking good. Um, and it's the first day they open. I saw the tables go out, and me, me and Diane are sick of fucking doing dishes. So we're like, Yo, let's go freaking, uh, let's go out to dinner. So we went out to dinner, and then the other day we went out to a late lunch. So yeah. it's been good. Yeah, I just I need like because being under isolation, being that I l- need to be around people, it's like something that it's practically a medical thing like i need to be around people that like so just going out like in my building i'm the biggest introvert like people in my building think i'm either a serial killer or an undercover cop like yeah yeah. might be a little both yeah and uh but like nowadays especially with that fucking mask definitely serial killer not cop (laughs) oh you saw what that mask looked like definitely a serial killer yeah but like now when i if i'm like in the elevator with somebody or like somebody is like in the lobby or something like that i'm just like hey how's it going they're like wow i've always wondered what your voice sounded like I'm guess like, guess who got one of those second fridges this guy for his fucking people meat oh <laughs> you're hoarding people meat yeah listen man if this I'm, shit is getting worse you got to do whatever you're not sharing with us you yeah. bastard yeah gotta come over to manhattan one day yeah, nope. get, get some of that fucking protein play some Why? video games that's another thing i've been doing i've been i gave myself arthritis i got a nintendo switch and mm-hmm. Been playing video games quite he a has lot. Been, Jeff has been playing, right? Yeah, well, I, no, I was playing. I was playing Army of Two. So Army we two. played the fir- the second. There's three one. There's three of them. We played the first one. The second one was really good. We finished the second one. We I ordered the third one. Super excited, and they kind of changed the game. Like they uh, right. Like all they needed to do was update the graphics, do a fucking different storyline. It would have been awesome. But now the control is different. Like fuck you. Like. I don't know. They it, have you seen how much Call cool. of Duty drastically changed. No, well, I haven't. I haven't played Call of Duty anymore. Well, I played last one I played was the Black Ops one. Okay, that was, that was the last one. I played. Okay, I mean now I remember back in my day. I remember all the hype was back just in your day. What two years ago? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> back in my day, I remember when Call of Duty was becoming a thing, and like it was all just World War Two based games. You know, different missions and stuff. Now the missions are like in Modern Warfare and stuff are just astro- like insane. Like this would never happen. 
What do you mean? Are you kidding me? They fucking, you know who makes, who, who, who's in charge of making those movies? I'm sure, the, I mean, those games, the military. Like, because they're, they're, they're trying to recruit. They're actually, trying to recruit. I they're, was having a discussion at a bar with a veteran one time, and he said when he was in basic training, the, the drill sergeant was like, this ain't no call of duty. Put down your controllers. You're picking up some real guns, you pussies. Yeah, but, but. They make the listen. I what's great about that fucking call? You shoot somebody and his fucking his leg pops off. Like it's you know what I mean. Like it depends what it depends what game system you got it for. I had Call of Duty for the Wii, and because we the Nintendo or for Nintendo, they're always catering towards children. Yeah, they they lit up on the blood and everything like that. But for the Xbox, Sarah has a relevant visual aid that applies to you two. So I put a lot of stocks into video games and virtual reality. Oh, you fucking smarty pants! And it really like it went down with everything in march but then it escalated like 300 percent for oh, stocks oh yeah people want to go into stocks getting virtual reality shit like for example uh for like, virtual like, reality the financial yes yeah, the financial portion of the lucky like 13 podcast managers net dragon websoft holdings igg incorporated I don't know what those are. Virtual virtual reality could ultimately hurt a lot of other industries. Like if they make virtual reality concerts or virtual reality strip clubs. You can't can't beat fucking live shit. Listen, I'm working on my portfolio now also. I just started during this whole pandemic stuff. You do. It's a good time. It is a good time, but I'm fucking losing money now. Like all the money I put in. like. It is like I invested. Well, you're not in putting it. You're not. You're not expecting it for the big return right now. No, you're I'm not. Later, so I'm relax. Not. I am. I'm not. And I, I listen. I invested okay. in some airlines, which I know are low, right. and they're going to fluctuate. They're going even lower now. Andy told me to get JetBlue because you told me to get JetBlue. Yes, and it's gone down. It's gone way down. But I have JetBlue also. Now is a good time to buy JetBlue. Because it's gonna come back. It, eventually, probably twenty twenty one airlines the, well, will come back. Hey, everybody, buy JetBlue. Yeah, well, so that- but I listen. I also know a friend of mine who works for JetBlue who's getting laid off. Uh, don't. Yeah, the, that's why JetBlue stock is. I don't. We're boring people. This JetBlue shit. But JetBlue's going down now. I think because they heard about the layoffs and all this kind of shit. So, mm. who the fuck knows? Frankie, what's your portfolio look like? Wow. Just a box of pizza rolls. Yeah. And a- <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think of something, but Andy beat me to it. every day. No, I... I His I net worth is. is one cat. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. Cats are great. I saw a few... No, cats, they're going to be the next species to evolve. Humans, we're done. No, they're, they're too no, stubborn to evolve. This is yeah, last, they are. This is the last century. Humans, we had a good run. My cat's, my cat's too cats. lazy to evolve. Yeah. I heard octopus are evolving. That's right. I heard that, that is, too. That is true. Octopus are evolving. A lot of scientists are saying that's supposed to be the next dominant species yeah. on the planet. They're coming. Oh, that's that l- like, like the kraken? Are we going to get a kraken? I, yeah. Octavius. Hey Frankie, what you, know you should do? You should give me another. Beer. I don't think they're gonna no, stop. You? You I should have all of a beer you? right in my. Fist. I don't think. I don't think they're gonna stop walking what around. Wheelies. I don't yeah. think they're gonna so stop walking around. Get some beer. Yeah. No. Oct- octopuses are tough though. Like they could squeeze out of a very tight woven net. They're incredibly intelligent. Did, did you watch that video? The, the octopus strength. that let himself out of the jar. Yeah. yeah. They put him in the oh, jar and then he let himself out of the jar. Yeah. 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 Frankie, go get go get fucking Andy a beer. Some can go out of water. You're welcome, Andy. He would like get out of the tank at night and slither. Yeah, apparently there's a there's a there's an octopus called the Seth Rogan in in um its name is Seth in Canada and they and they it's named after Seth Rogan because the same town that Seth Rogan lives in, um, where he's from. So apparently this octopus is so smart it can get himself out of the 
his own tank. And it smokes a ton of weed. Yeah, but it can crawl into other tanks and eat the other fishes. That's, so they had to put a special lock on it. That, that's impressive. Yeah. I mean, octop- you don't want to fuck with them. They could. Those tentacles are... Can, they taste oh. yummy, too. Oh, man, I, I love feel bad o- That's delicious. one thing I haven't eaten. <laughs> Yeah. I haven't eaten. I haven't eaten seafood since this whole thing happened because you know restaurants are kind of hurting right now, and seafood, if it's not prepared well, is the worst thing you could possibly consume. Yeah, I like so. to think though the people who are there are probably a little bored, so they're not going to have. They're not going to fuck up shit up unless you go to get to go to quality places. You're not going to fucking yeah. Doctor Chen's Chinese. Fucking there's there's one guy who used to live in my building who died of COVID, but like he would eat sushi from like Seven Eleven. Mm. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. w- words of wisdom from my mom about that. You're better off eating your own shit. At least it's fresh. Whoa, uh, mama's uh. got some harsh words. <laughs> yeah, German. So speaking of Seth Rogen, let's get. Uh, we watched uh, This Is the End, which I had seen. Oh yes, that's a good Sarah movie. I never seen that. Good movie. That's good. Like she, one of the few movies I think that you've enjoyed is almost as much as me. Yeah, no, it's fabulous. I watched a pretty good movie last night uh, called Becky. Andy, I think you would enjoy this. Okay. Have Becky. You, Becky. Um, Thank you, Frankie. It Yo. is uh, Kevin James, uh, Paul Blart, fucking mall cop. Mm-hmm. Paul Blart. Paul Blart has a fucking swastika on the back of his head. Yikes. He plays a fucking bad guy. He plays a Nazi. And it's like, he plays a pretty good fucking bad guy. And it's like a, it's kind of a... a, a, a he's getting sick of his buddy Adam Sandler getting all the Oscar noms. <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to play a Nazi. Listen... It's not a fucking award-winning movie. It's a, there's a, definitely some holes in the story, but the the concept is really good, and there is some fucking brutal kill scenes, like really brutal. It's it's a it's a fucked up version of Home Alone, basically. Okay. Yeah. A fucked up but version of Home Alone. Yes. Yes, with Nazis. Instead of Joe Pesci. It's real. It was, <laughs> there was some really like moments. You gotta watch this movie. Okay, I loved I'll it. Check it out. I loved it. Joe Pesci. I was. I watched my cousin Vinny recently again. I love Joe Pesci. That guy is a fucking character. Yeah. Joe Pesci's good. Yeah. Collect two hundred dollars and get he my had ass a, kicked. Did you know he had a rap? Yes. There's yeah. A yeah. Joe Pesci. He, had, he actually rap. He had a rap. He had a Christmas album. Yeah. Like really bad. One of my, one of what was that place? It's to, a very special Pesci Christmas. Yeah, what was From that place? From the nineties. Uh, late nineties. Yeah, late late nineties. Because mm. my friend was working at the Hip Factory, uh, in Manhattan. Remember the Hip Factory? I'm sure you know. Remember the Hip Factory? Yeah, my dad's best friend uh, owns it. Or, yeah, yeah. Oh, his family owns it. Yeah, it's not around. Is it around still? No, or? no, no. Yeah. It's uh, Germano Studios is right. kind of like meant to do that. Yeah. So they, uh, a friend of mine was an intern there. He was going to school for mm. music stuff. And a friend was an intern there while Joe Pesci was working on his Christmas album. So, fucking, yeah. Keep an eye out for that. The 90s were a good that time That fucking treat. Yeah, they were. I'll hit up, I'll hit up my uh, dad's friend and ask him about that, because oh, he yeah. definitely oversaw that. If, oh, yeah, if yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. So. Hell, yeah. Maybe you can interview Joe Pesci. Yeah. Maybe. We'll Maybe he'll see. he'll do a metal album. Yeah. Yeah. Like Joe Pesci. Lee. Joe Pesci, here's my first question. Collect $200 or get your ass kicked? What do you prefer? <laughs> That's harsh. You know what I have? Been, I've been. Uh, I have been listening to the Sopranos podcast. I mean, that's been keeping me busy, also. Yeah. They 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 like uh, they're doing a podcast for each episode. Some people find it boring, but I think it's fucking entertaining. Joe Rogan is always my go-to podcast. Yeah, Joe Rogan is good. What's also. his latest conspiracy theory? Well, he had a professor on of biology. I mean, that guy has a new conspiracy theory every day, yeah. and it's getting on my nerves sometimes. Joe but. Rogan is kind of he is. His will wanting to be liked by every one of his guests starts getting to me. It's like he just can't really call people out on their bullshit sometimes. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I do give him credit because he has everybody from different viewpoints mm -hmm. going on. So, like, I give him that. He doesn't, like, he's not biased. But, like, some of his conspiracy theories and some of the people, some of the people yeah, who, some of the people who he's had on his podcast, I just make me want to do so all the violence. So, what's the craziest one? They have no well, well, he had a, he, well, this Frank, was. Frankie, are you a Joe Rogan podcast I'm, person? I'm talking to Alex who has he listened to. He, all he does is not, I'm sorry to cut you off, Sarah. Okay. He's not even paying attention. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. have, you, have you listened to his podcast? That guy that guy talks I, a um, lot. My nephew had uh, Spectrum and he has a talk show. Yeah. And wackadoos, man. I, I like, listen to George Norrie coast to coast every night. He has more credible guests on. You know, Look, I agree. Don't believe everything you read. Don't believe everything you see on the news. But also, the same can be said. Don't believe everything you get from a tinfoil hat and a bag of rotten mushrooms either. Thank you, either. Alex. Thank you. Like, like both, both are not always as reliable. I, I, I can't listen to a lot of his the ones I listen to guests that I am interested in listening to. Like, yeah. listen, like he just had the two guys from The Sopranos were on there. Um, he's had Maynard, the, one of the. Maynard from Tool was on there numerous that was, times. That was so boring. Maynard is so boring though. He's such a Oh, he's so boring. I can't even get. I like. I want to try and get through it, and I can't. I'm like, oh my well, god. Well, he's very mono. He's very monotone. He's, he's just very like, monotone with the making. I of went this to album. a wine tasting with his Caduceus wine at um, <laughs> the Alex Gray place. Yeah. Up in, yeah. Um, oh god, I still need to see that the Chapel of Sacred Mary. The Chapel. Mary's. Yeah. That's like my bucket list thing that I need to see. I saw Maynard James Keenan there do a question and answer about his autobiography. And then do a wine tasting with Caduceus wine. We were all allowed one glass of wine, no more mm. than that. And then we all sat, you know, surrounding him in a semicircle, asking him questions. But they had pre-asked questions that we were allowed to ask, and he wouldn't even answer them. He was like, like <laughs> "Here are the questions you're allowed to ask." He's but, like, "Actually, yeah. Alex Gray, I have a cold right now, so I don't know if I can actually stay too long and answer too many questions. So I really want to." But I don't know if I can. And then people asked him like political questions and personal questions, and he would say, you know, I really don't want to answer that right now. So yeah. Well, that I don't blame him for doing because I've always, as somebody who interviews artists, I it's so annoying when like they ask, what do you, who are you voting for this election, or what do you have to say about uh, your former bandmate? Like, just talk about the fucking art. That's right. why they're getting interviewed. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what any of their political stances are. Sometimes it's annoying when you hear their political stance. I agree with all that. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. yeah. What are you working on now? Would yeah, you I love your, I love your art, but please don't. Yeah, I mean uh, th that's remember. just always what I when I, whenever I would watch an interview with an artist, like I would always want to know like what they're feeling when they create something. What is their goal? What is yeah. what is the meaning behind this? Not like oh, so uh, what? Who, who takes the nastiest shit on the tour bus? Uh, <laughs> see, I'd rather hear that than what fucking. On the flip side, there's a band like Rage Against the Machine where people are like saying, well, "I'm not listening to that band anymore because they're speaking out against." Uh, and it's like, have you listened to any of their songs? They always have been. They've always been that way. They've always been. Yeah, like I mean, it, there's a quite a couple of bands where they are vocally open. They say we're a political band. If you don't like political music, that's fine. We're not gonna stop it. Like a band has a right to sing and express themselves in any way they want, and you have the right to not listen to it if it's something you disagree with like i interviewed a refused who's a very political band yeah. and they like said when you go to a refuse show you know i'm known to preach between songs this is you know what i we do we've done this since day one if you don't like it that's fine you don't have to agree with me you don't have to listen to our music but if you're coming to our show and telling us to shut up and play why did you buy a refuse ticket this is yeah. part of that's, the yeah, yeah. Hey, there you go so Change yeah yeah. yeah the weirdest band that preached between songs was d snyder 
Oh, they, yeah? I was like at Hellfest back in 2016, and I was like, I'm going to go see Dee Snyder. This is going to be fun. And he was preaching political shit, and I was like, I had no idea Dee Snyder that actually comes from something, any though. opinions. When, when the PMRC was a thing... Yeah, um, he was one of him and Frank Zappa and uh, John Denver. John Denver oh, no were shit. all uh, showed up for Congress and actually spoke out for the music industry. Yeah, so yeah. Sure you witnessed actually history with that. You witnessed Rage Against the Machine's great. famous protests cool. against the PMRC, right? Yes. Where they went uh, on stage naked and yeah, in uh, uh, um, Waterloo, New Jersey. Um, that was the best up. protest. Yeah, ever. Yeah, it was fucking annoying. Well, <laughs> it was fucking annoying, and I. Wait, Rage. Rage Against the oh. Machine. They played Waterloo, New Jersey, 1993, and they came out with tape over their mouths with PMRC on their chest. Mm. And they didn't play. They stood in front of the stage. Listen, I was lucky I would have just caught the end of their set anyway. We just walked in, and they were fucking standing there, and everybody's screaming, and then they walked off. That's what I caught. Way to and rile I, up the fans. Yeah, well, and I, apparently they stood out there for a while. I don't know how long it was because I... I it was I however just, long I, the duration of their set of was. Their set. It, was yeah. it was supposed Ooh, to be a short set. Wow. Like yeah. an hour. Yeah, it was now. I was. It was. It, they were. No, they were, they were no, only. They were, I think every band on that stage was only playing like two or three songs. It was yeah, like a well, short. And the headliners at that tour, I think, was Primus and Alice in Chains. Um, so they got big. They got large slots, but everybody else, they're you know probably half hour set. So they probably. I don't know exactly how long because I missed it. That was the. But that was the first time I saw Tool actually though. On the side stage, that was their last show on the side stage. Wow. 93, um, huh? Yeah, Lane Staley was still alive. Yeah, Lane Staley was still alive. Fun fact, uh, Tom yeah. Morello's mom was Adam Jones of Tool's teacher. Like music teacher? Uh, just homeroom teacher or oh. something like that. They went to high school together. <laughs> just yeah. a little, That's cute. Yeah, a yeah. little information on there. Yeah, that was a cool show, though, man. Like that was, And who was it? Babes in Toyland, I think, played on that one also. My brother used to date the guitar player from Dave Babes in Toyland. Oh, uh, yeah? I remember it was really funny. One of my friends was, uh, so Tool was just coming out, and I remember Maynard was kind of walking, like we were standing by the fence, and Maynard was kind of walking around back there. You could see him. And one of the chicks from Babes in Toyland was like in front of him, and he's yelling. He's like, hey, hey, hey. And fucking the girl from Babes in Toyland turns around like, oh, my God, he's talking to me, and goes running over. He's like, can you get Maynard right over there? Like right behind him. Ooh. And she just like fucking sneered at him and walked away. <laughs> Damn. My brother told us, so he was dating her when Babes in Toyland first started. So it was like six, seven people at a show in, uh, in a club in, in, in Minneapolis. Yeah, like like mid-80s, like, so before they were anything. And he said it was just fucking miserable because, you know, it was, you know, a new band and she couldn't quite, she hadn't found her singing voice yet. Right. And the songs were, you know, just like basically three chord punk rock, just terrible. And... He kept like looking at the stage, like if I leave, she'll know. So he had to <laughs> stay. Uh, That's how every band girlfriend feels. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's why I always say, if you don't want to come to our show, you're more than welcome to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting them all fucking self conscious there, Sarah. Hey. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> how dare? I stayed beginning. No, to when end. you're young, you guys are good though. You know, when they're, when you're younger and like the band stinks, then yeah. it's. And yeah, I like know. Babies in Toilet, but I can imagine. Yeah, no, no band. If you watch some of the greatest bands ever and watch some of their early shows, they some of them sound like Triceratops testicles. Yeah, so they're mm-hmm. testing it out. Well, that sounds yeah. pretty interesting. Testing though. the water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> testing the water. I see what you did there. Worst show you've been to. What's the worst show you've been oh, to? Oh, I can't mention names. Sure, you can. Come on, somebody that just had an off night. You can say they had an off night. I don't. 
I don't know. If, if the show's really that bad, I normally drink enough to the point where I forget about it. So <laughs> I... It starts sounding good. Yeah. How about you, Andy? It might sound good. Uh, specifically, I saw a band called TVBC, which was one of the best bands I ever saw. And the opener was a band called Street Jacket Bazooka. And actually, I got called out on this on Facebook. So I mentioned this, and someone from the band actually saw me say that this was the worst show I ever saw. And he was like saying, they were awesome! And it turns out he was in the band. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, fan... They were so bad. And this was, again, this would have been really early 90s. And so technology hadn't caught up to them. Maybe, maybe it was an off night. Yeah. But what they were, they were, two, they were a two-piece band. One guy had like a scary mask and a mic. And he was supposed to like be imitating, you know, intimidating, like basically rep- repetition. And another guy programming stuff into, into a thing. But that thing took five minutes between songs to work. Uh, so it was the intimidating guy like trying to still be intimidating on stage just by himself. And it wasn't working. And then when there would, something would finally happen, it was so anticlimactic. It was just... Ugh. Even yeah. the story was anticlimactic. Yeah, I will in, say. Like, in the nice <laughs> Midwest, they were getting <laughs> booed off the stage. They kept saying, you keep booing, we're going to keep playing. Yeah. I could talk some shit. Ooh, that's a good rebuttal, though. Being like, hey. They were like, I could talk some shit about a Brooklyn band if you guys want to know I someone that was recent. They've broken up by now, so I think it's allowed. I don't know if you've heard of Embrace Agony. Yeah, I know them. They played here once. They've played in Long Island a couple oh, times. Yeah. 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 They were awful. Yeah. But, you know, they tried. But yeah. I would go yeah. to their shows because I liked the people and I would like try to support but rest yeah. in peace, embrace agony. Yeah, they had a bad show. They yeah. were around for a while. I can't remember them, but I remember they were around. Is that the one I got the CD of, and I think the cover is really funny? The cover is like naked chicks who yeah. are like really awkward looking. Yeah. Like if you're going to have naked chicks, at least pick a nice picture of naked chicks, not like an awkward picture of naked chicks. Yeah, I have to say, I haven't seen anything that fucking horrible. I mean, I guess here I've seen some smaller We've seen, bands. I mean, again, I've seen so much. We've seen some stuff. smaller bands and stuff here, you know, that are not good, but... Uh, you know, whatever, high caliber bands, though. I never saw anybody, like, fuck up, like, too bad or anything. I had to say, the one time I saw um, Isis, I was not terribly impressed, although I really liked their album output. Really? The one time I saw them, I think it was an off night, or I yeah. just was in the mood for they're it. They're kind of a mood band. Yeah. you got to be in the mood for it, and yeah, I'm sure they need to be in the mood to play Same what they're playing. Same thing with, um, oh, goddamn, Yob. I saw Yob, and okay. I was God, just They like, put on a phenomenal... I had to leave their show I, early. Again, was, I could see if I was in the right mood. I probably would have liked it, but at the time I saw them, I was like... They, yeah. Their show was so amazing when I saw them, but I did have to leave early because it was actually getting so emotional for me wow. that like, wow. like I actually couldn't handle just it. Just break down and cry, bro. That's Let metal. Let it go, man. Let uh, it go. I, I'm not even kidding. because Their it's last not. album... <laughs> I don't know if you know the story about their last album, but it was like about a near-death experience their singer had where if he showed up at the hospital like an hour later, he probably would have been dead. Hmm. No. Like. And it started off with him not feeling too good, so it was like, crap, I really feel bad. Maybe I should go to the doctor. And the doctor was like, go to the hospital now. And Is that you... interview on heavy.com? It's not on my website, no. It's, but it's like, if you read about the album. Heavy New York. Yeah, heavy yeah. New York, sorry. If, if you read about the album, it's every like it's it's known. But like when they played that song live, and you just see how that guitar player who and singer who was an inch away from death and just expressing his guts. It was it was at uh, Le Poussin Rouge in That's Lowry's. the show I saw. Yeah, oh, yeah? Yeah, I was there. And uh, it was... You must not have been in the mood, Andy, because he was loved a, it. Uh, who was the opener? There was an opener. That there was really a liked. Bell Witch that was really good and Heavy Temple. Yeah, Heavy, Heavy Temple Tem- was really good. Heavy Temple's really good. I tried to... They played here once. 
Uh, and I remember I tried getting them on another show here, but I don't yeah, know. They they were really good. I saw them a couple times. They've always I think they're in based in Philly or yeah, something like I that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they they were really good. Bellwitch is also really good. Who opened up? Uh, their last album was just a one one song that was an hour and a half long, and it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, best album cover too. Whoever did that artwork? No, listen, I would I, totally see Yab again. I mean, I'd give him because I like listening to him. I just, yeah, that, that, that show just didn't. Do the, sometimes that kind of music. I saw Ohm live mm. and like fucking snooze fest. I was like, oh my god! Like I love Ohm. It's good, like trancy, like chill out. But like to stand, like listen, give me a lounge chair and. A fucking beer, all right, but like that to stand there and watch it, it was not for me. Yeah, it depends on the setting that you're seeing a band in, too. That was it. What was that Polish place over in Williamsburg? Oh, oh, Warsaw. Warsaw. No, it's Uh, not there anymore. Brooklyn Bazaar? (laughs) No. But not Brooklyn Bazaar. Is it no. another Polish no. place? No, the Polish place. Whatever. You remember it was like upstairs. Not, let's not spend twenty minutes of the podcast trying to figure out the name of. <laughs> yeah, because it, it was a fucking really cool place. Ah, whatever. It was a Polish dance club that's not there anymore. Uh, how about flip side? Let's. How about a band that you didn't think you would like live that surprised you? Marilyn Manson. Oh God, yeah. When, when I fucking Always. I was. It was not. Uh, what year was it? It had to be nineteen nine. Whatever year that um, Antichrist Superstar album came out. My girlfriend at the time loved Marilyn Manson, wanted to go to the show. And, you know, at the time, I'm like, oh, fucking Marilyn Manson. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. He blew me the fuck away. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. What is, he was back when that, that he had the podium and he went up on the podium and he has the whole fucking crowd going. True it entertainer. Was, yes, very much. Yeah. I was blown away. I was like, wow. Same He's, with Rob Zombie. I'm like, oh, not Rob Zombie is overplayed. Sick of it. Blah blah blah. I saw Rob Whenever Zombie I in Kentucky them, last year. Yo, it was amazing. Blows your mind. Not right? a, he, was, I, he was on my plane home. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's he, from Haverhill, Massachusetts. Yes, he is. But uh, he lived in Park Slope for a while. Oh, yeah. yeah. With his girlfriend. When he's yes. from Massachusetts, how come every one of his characters has a southern accent? He loves the south. Yeah, because his brother's band. Power Man 5000. Power Man 5000. It was really be, fun to listen to. Yeah. yeah. But I, Rob Zombie, I liked White Zombie when they came out. I was young. Rob Zombie is as cheesy as his movies. You should listen like, to him just, on Joe Rogan's If you go podcast. to a show, if you go to a Rob Zombie show, you will be surprised how many words you know for each song. I know, I know How pumped words. you will be. I saw, you will like it. I actually saw, uh, last time I, I saw Slipknot, Marilyn Manson, and Rob Zombie. I saw that show. And, how did it and go? It was okay. Yeah. It was you okay. It. I didn't it's love okay. it. It's a little cheesy. It's a little. It's a little cheesy. Let the cheese flow through. Going back to what Andy said though about bands that we didn't think we like. For me, it was. uh, And now this band is one of my favorites, and that's uh, the Devil Wears Prada. Um, I saw them. It it was Kill Switch Engage headlining with the singer of All That Remains filling in. Um, They're calling it Phil Switch Engage. Um, Then Devil Wears Prada was in the middle, and Dark Tranquility opened up. So you had a melodic death metal band from Gothenburg. Metalcore Gothenburg. Warp. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds that better be metal you're coming from Gothenburg. Yeah. And, or at least sad. Yeah. Um then you have like this like warp tour like metalcore scene kid like band. And at that time I was just like, what the fuck is this shit? I heard like one song and I was like, all right, that's when I'll take a leak during their set. I saw them, they blew the fucking place apart. I went and bought their shirt, all their albums hmm. immediately. It nice. was I can't most- say I would ever walk around with a Marilyn Manson shirt on. But I am still. I, I do enjoy it. I, I saw the Marilyn about, Manson show that he got injured at in Hammerstein. I was there. Oh yeah, twisted yeah. twisted his ankle. No 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 no. <laughs> the whole fucking display fell on his foot. Yeah. Like I I heard it. Like you were almost able to hear his like legs snap. Oh gosh. Yeah. I uh, I went to the Psycho Las Vegas a number of years ago 
when it was uh, the swans and neurosis and uh, corrosion and did, of conformity. And who did you like that uh, you didn't like? Murder City Devils blew everybody off the fucking Murder City yeah. Devils are good. Awesome. And I liked them. But they were great. And they, again, I mean, the Swans, one of my favorite fucking live shows ever. The Melvins, one of my favorite live yeah. bands. Neurosis, for fuck's sake. Yeah. And I walked away going, I got to buy more fucking Murder City Devil stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're good bands. Absolutely blew my mind. That's why you always go, like, every time somebody is like, uh, oh, I'm only going to see this band, I'm like, no, I go always see, see the opener. Yeah, yeah, I always got to see the opener. I've never understood that. The, why would you you were at the King Diamond opener? show at King's Theater. King Diamond was at no. that thing. And Murder City Devils blew King Diamond off the fucking Yeah, and no, were you that you the, yeah, that the, was at the King's Theater? Is that where it was? Yeah, yeah, King Diamond at King's Theater. No, this was at the Psycho Lost. Oh, 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 no, I was in. I was bummed. I missed that show. I was actually in New Orleans. The opening we, band. Well, Puerto Rico. I was in Puerto the Rico. opening band. Uh, Idle Hands that was opening for them, and they were supposed to be on the Decibel tour with Mayhem. That was the best opening act I've ever seen in my entire life. Idle Hands is absolutely fucking amazing. Ooh, another fun question. What about Ooh, you, Sarah? Band you seen that you uh, that you didn't think you were like and they blew you away well the rob zombie thing like i always liked white zombie and then when i saw rob zombie i was like eh, i guess i'll watch and i knew all the words i got up and dancing i felt a little stupid but then i felt amazing because you're in a crowd and everyone's loving it and it was awesome it was really a good time nice mm-hmm. andy had another question oh, yeah. so how about an opener that blew the headliner off the stage idle hands of uh, opening I mean, for yeah Another one. Who did we see on New Year's Eve? Uh, oh, I didn't, Jesus Lizard. Did we saw you like you like that opening band. And the opening band for Proto, Jesus Proto Lizard, Proto Martyr. Proto Martyr. Okay. Opened for Jesus Lizard on New Year's Eve. Really liked them. Older, older band. I liked them too. They didn't blow Jesus right. off the stage though. That's well, a, that's a hard one for me. I know I. I I know Lollapalooza 1992 uh, ministry blew everybody off the stage, right. and it was uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers were headlining it, and they were still good, but ministry just fucking crushed. Yeah, ministry it. at that that stage, they were on, kind of unstoppable. Yeah, they ministry were. always puts on a phenomenal show, though. Al yeah. Jurgensen's a phenomenal performer. Yeah, he is. Hey, he's gotten better. For he had a moment. He had a moment when that. Uh, I forget what album it was came out. The one with George Bush on the cover or whatever. Mm. Um, he had a moment where he looked like a big fat housewife for a little while with, <laughs> with fucking with dreadlocks. And I remember. Oh, was, we went to see them at uh, uh, Irving Plaza. Oh, uh, I saw. We you saw him at BB uh, uh, King's at one time too. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, that was all right. They played at um, they played at Irving Plaza. It was supposed to be their last tour. Um, so it was the one at BB King's. Yeah, well, they've had a couple of those. But they had a cage in front of the fucking stage. Right. And I remember Al Jogas just kind of leaning on the cage, just like, oh, you fucking. And I, he's lost a lot of weight, and I know he's healthier now than he yeah, was. Yeah, he but... killed it at the Slayer farewell show at Madison Square yeah, Garden. Yeah, I, I missed that. He, and he played all old shit. Like, no, the only two albums he performed was stuff off of. Uh, no, he performed two songs off Land of Rape and Honey, four songs off of Psalm 59, and like four songs off of Mine is a Terrible Thing to Taste. That was it. I did see Suicide uh, Pantera open up for Suicidal Tendencies years ago too, and that wow. was Pantera pretty much like I loved Suicidal at the time. Was Exodus I, on I that tour too? Blew the Misfits off the stage in uh, New Jersey a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the Misfits reunion yeah. show. I thought Suicidal was just 
hands down the best band that night. Yeah. I saw Suicidal Tendencies uh, recently. I saw them twice. I saw them open up. It was Megadeth, them, Megadeth. Children of Bodom, and Havoc. All right. They were cool. Uh, wasn't too into it. But then I saw them again at Louder Than Life in Kentucky last year. I mean, first off, it was like 107 degrees that day, and they just blew the fucking place apart. Like, I haven't seen insane. Suicidal. They were one of my favorite bands years ago. I haven't seen them in years. I miss I- festivals. Yeah, I was supposed Do to you? be at like seven. I of them. don't. I don't miss them. I like fucking. I'm. I. I like seeing like three bands now. I'm getting fucking old. I, I, I'm, Get like I'm, a sweet tent with an inflatable mattress, and then yeah. you're good to go. Yeah, it sounds fucking, like fun for an afternoon. No, yeah. three days, no. four days. I like, I like the Psycho Las Vegas we had. Our and the own food hotel at those room, festivals are amazing. Come and go as I want. Do you see the lineup for Psycho it's Las fun. Vegas 2021? It, it looks, looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Some Emperor's on it. Yeah, Weed Eater was also right up there on that Psycho Las Vegas. Weed Eater is a good fucking band. God, they're good. I just saw Weed Eater recently before all this shit hit the fan. They played it elsewhere. I haven't seen shit recently. What you did? That was John. Did Johnny DJ said that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it was a weed eater, uh, Atomic Bitchwax. It was fucking so much fun yeah. to watch as well. I like that venue. Yeah, yeah. Elsewhere is cool. They just reopened now their rooftop bar. Oh, so, nice. So you could visit there, support your nice. venues. Yeah, like but uh, yeah, I like that place. Yeah, Johnny was uh, DJing. Uh, but yeah, I saw Weed Eater play at that show, and it was it was hell of a lot of fun. Nice. I saw Power Trip over there. With High on Fire? With High on Fire, yeah. And it was too crowded. It was so packed. Yeah, I saw Power Trip there twice. They played at the venue twice. One time where they headlined, and then the other with the High on Fire gig. The first time they played elsewhere, it was so fucking violent. All right, we got to (laughs) start wrapping shit up. I got somewhere to go. Uh, What? This was great. It was great. It was fun. We're always happy to have you, Sarah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, next week, I think we got Kevin Scandato again. He wants to come in with that guy James again, talk about the situation and things. That and what guy the James. Going on. I remember that guy James. That guy James Ryder. Um, talk nice about him. what's going on. Um, uh, Frank, you got anything uh, to say? Yeah, Frank, anything else to say? Say. This Saturday, we're going to be doing a fucking 4th of July barbecue. We're gonna have. We're going to have food. And um, are you making those uh, dick-shaped corn dogs? I'm again? not going to do a dick-shaped. <laughs> I still have the dick dog machine. Fucking. I love the dick dog machine. I still have the Woo! dick dog machine. You know, maybe I'll, I'll see how fucking enthusiastic I'm feeling. Maybe I'll do you know what? Leave it in the comments. Yeah. Dick dog machine. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, we might yeah. we might have a we might have a band name right yeah, now. Yeah, dick dog machine. Thumbs up for dick dog machine. Uh, yeah, just yeah. dick dog machine rules. Dick dog machine. Thumbs down for. I've heard. Dick machine. I've heard. I've heard worse band names before. Dick dog machine and the Rolling Rocks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that actually, that actually sounds good. It's better than this band I heard that calls himself We Butter the Bread with Butter. Yeah, what? I've seen. Yeah, there's some me. bad band names. Yeah, there's That's, there's some. Say that five times fast. We butter the bread with butter. <laughs> yeah. There was a band in St. Paul called Rumpled Foreskin, which was a great band name. I never saw them. Pretty good. A Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum is no one not an easy saw name. Them again. Not no. an easy name to remember. It's not the best band name in the world. But it but, is. But they are exactly. It is not the best band name. It's kind of a horrible band name, but it's awesome at the same time. If yeah. you don't, if you, do you know Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum or no? No. Yeah. Ooh, am I just am I just proving that I'm only 26 now or No. <laughs> they're, they're they're weird. They're weird. They're from about 10 years ago. Yeah, about 10 years ago. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I was learning how to drive. One of the best shows I've ever been to. That one. Yeah, at, and I missed that one because I just didn't feel like going out that night. Oh, yes, I forgot you weren't there. I yeah. remember Larry was there. Yeah. You yeah. can watch it on YouTube. Nope, not the same. <laughs> <laughs> not the same. You know that. 
Yeah, that's true. All right, uh, Alex, thank you so much for coming on. Always great to be on. Everybody, check out Heavy New York. Check it out, Andy. Yeah. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah, absolutely. Always good having you, Frankie. Frankie, out. Frankie, everybody, wear your masks. Frankie, we're gonna get you some news uh, in the next couple of weeks. We're gonna get some good news going. But it's All not political to not wear a mask, Google by the way. Or what? It's not, it's not political to, to wear a mask. Just wear your fucking mask and quit bitching about yeah, it. Yeah, let's yeah if fucking Slipknot, if, if Slipknot could fucking play with nine people on stage for two and a half hours at Louisville, Kentucky at 107 degree weather, you could wear it for 20 minutes while you fucking go food shopping. Agreed. Really, we're all wearing masks, and the fact that you guys aren't wearing, some of you aren't wearing masks, Means I have to keep wearing masks. I don't want to wear a mask. I don't yeah. want to either. Yeah, and some of you should wear masks we got, even if there was no pandemic. Just Frank, saying. Frankie's got his mask on right now. He looks gorgeous. I mean, it's a pain, but it's the new norm. That's Sorry. What, thanks, for the la- thanks for the last words, Frankie. We'll talk to you next week. Next Later. week. Peace out.